Welcome to another round of Career Blitz. Are you dissatisfied with your current job? Do you want more out of your career? Better future prospects? A more fulfilling role? Do you want to find your unique purpose and make a difference? Well, this is a short episode exploring a day in the life of a job to help you understand what possibilities are available to you. We'll be hearing from the experts themselves to give you a lightning taste of your possible future. Continuing our exploration of working in social care in partnership with Supportive, a not-for-profit home care provider in County Durham, we're meeting up with Ray Davies, who worked as a male care worker, bearing the stigma of doing a woman's job, yet describing it as one of the most rewarding jobs he has ever done. While he started as a care worker, he progressed to a senior position in training and is now the training officer. Over to you, Ray. To give our listeners an idea of who you are, your background, values and so on, can you briefly introduce yourself? Hello everybody, I'm Ray, I'm uh, from Ferry Hill in County Durham. I've worked in social care for coming up nine years now, starting off as a care worker like you mentioned and developing from there really. And it, it, it's a job that's just very rewarding and, and I'm looking forward to, to the conversation. Yes, and if you can maybe just outline your values or one key value in your life. Being happy, it's something I've learned a lot over the years and something mm-hmm. I was going to talk about, that kind of pursuit of, of happiness without it being a cliche, getting into care from where, where I was before that. Um, you know, So those values of, of, of just staying happy and enjoying what you do was really important to me. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. So let's start off with the time when you were a male care worker. What was a typical day like working in a predominantly female industry? Yeah, um, I remember when I was a care worker at the very beginning, it seemed a bit of a shock for a lot of people that I chose to work in care, certainly coming from the background that I had, things like retail, security, even things like factories and and welding. It seemed like a big shift, totally different, and there seemed to, to be a bit of a shock and that's probably down to the stigma that, you know, care work is generally a woman's job. And that's something that I, I heard myself from friends, you know, mm-hmm. oh, care work, that's a, that's a woman's job. And then I never really had that perception, but I must say that equally, I never really considered working in care either. Probably didn't see it as a, a job for, for me because it just didn't have any association with what I was doing at the time. But I had a friend who worked in care who said, you know, with my character, if you like, that it would be quite well suited. And I was looking for a change. And so I went for it. So I started working in care, completely new. I've learned a lot, I must say, you know. But I must say, I pretty much found my calling in care. I remember, you know, being very nervous with the responsibilities of a care worker support people with medication, moving and handling, using all this equipment that I've never seen before. And even though we were trained, you know, it doesn't necessarily take away that that pressure that you feel. So in regards to working in care, you know, like everybody, whether you're male or female, it's a lot of responsibility. But I guess as a male dealing with that stigma, I would even hear from customers, oh, a male, well, we don't see many of you around. And, you know, if, if we look at kind of the statistics, our customer base will pretty much be 50-50, 50% male, 50% female, but I could probably count on one hand how many males we've recruited over the last, you know, nine years I've probably been here. Mm-hmm. Um, I might be lucky to count the numbers on two hands, certainly. 
And it just says a lot. You know, at the moment, we probably have two or three males in about 100 staff. You know, so obviously that shift is, is a big difference. So in the life of care, you know, dealing with that stigma, I always found quite easy because, you know, stigma itself is obviously a negative perception and it's mm -hmm. just coming from a, a lack of understanding. But when you work in the job, you know how rewarding it is. You know how important it is. And for me, you know, to really and, and kind of be a, a good influence, if you like, kind of gives me that extra determination to just show everybody that is it can also be a, a really good career opportunity for anybody, including men. Yes. And do you think it's changed at all, the perception? Or do you think it's exactly like when you started? I think socially, you know, if you're looking at an, at a national level, maybe that stigma still does exist. Of course, it probably will be. But I do think for anybody who has any kind of experience with care and they actually realise, you know, the importance of the job that, you know, and how re responsible the role is and how important it is to people. Um, I think you have a better understanding and have a greater respect because of the responsibilities. And it probably comes from, you know, care is quite a flexible job mm -hmm. and it is actually very well suited for people who might need to work around school hours, work around families and usually... You know, society may kind of dictate, if you like, that women usually make that sacrifice, don't they? And men carry on with their full-time work, for example. But for men who are wanting a job in care full-time, you know, the, the career opportunities are great. Hmm. And it's important to, you know, share that. So in regards to the question, has it changed? No, I would say not. It depends on where you're coming from. But anyone who kind of comes into our bubble, if you like, I think it quickly shifts. And I think that stigma does certainly reduce. Yes. Well, it's amazing to hear how you have adapted to that and that you haven't let that feeling get you down. Now, if you could maybe just tell us what is the hardest part working specifically as a male care worker? Yeah, no, I think that's a, a really, a really good question. I guess the, the, you could put the question in, in, in two parts. Um, what is a day in the life of a care worker and what is a day in the life of a male care worker? Ultimately, there's a lot of commonalities, you know, mm -hmm. the, there's a lot of pressure supporting people. I think certainly looking back in the last year, um, there's been a lot of positive perceptions on, on the role, any kind of key worker, but a day in the life supporting people can be challenging and it depends on what kind of care we, we do. Obviously, we focus on domiciliary care, care in the community looking after people in their own homes, you know, and people do have quite demanding needs and we've got to really focus on being able to address those and it isn't always easy, you know, dealing with challenges on a daily basis, not always knowing what's behind that door that we're mm -hmm. about to to go into. So um, I think you, you develop a lot of skills in regards to preparing for the unknown, certainly. Yeah. And then just uh, to come back to the question in terms of being a male care worker, is it any different or is it just the same? You, Yeah, same I mean, the responsibility certainly don't change, but I do feel, going back to that to that stigma again, you know, if I look back, and it depends how you are as, as a character, I guess, you know, I, I would have my friends occasionally say, oh, Ray, you know, Ray's got a woman's job type mm -hmm. of thing. Um, and, you know, I would try and probably challenge that in, in some way, shape or form to whatever appropriate level. But dealing with that stigma, I think, you could look at the kind of respect. Do you get the respect that maybe you, you feel you deserve? 
Probably not. But again, it goes back to that understanding, realizing, you know, the, the severity of the role, really, how important the job is to people. And, you know, the skills that you learn, it certainly made me a better person. And if I never came into care, obviously, I wouldn't be who I am today. And I don't think I'd be doing as well in life as I would mm-hmm. be today. So cares give me a lot in, in that perspective as well. But I think the stigma is probably the, the biggest thing mm-hmm. and the lack of respect, I would say. All right. And then on the flip side, what was the most rewarding aspect? And I think you've touched on a lot of rewarding aspects, but if you had to yeah. highlight one in particular. Again, if we divide the questions, again, talking about care workers as a whole, I guess that, that, that sense of achievement when you're able to support somebody, that'll range, you know, being able to support people to access the community, give them a greater quality of life, being able to come from one stage and progress into another with support, that can't always happen naturally. And I think kind of what I brushed on briefly was a good thing, generally speaking, in care is is over the last year with the pandemic, there's been a lot of recognition for key workers and obviously care workers are key workers as well as nurses. And we talk about that general stigma of respect with the role. So I think everybody certainly in care has, has had greater respect and that's nice to see as well. So not only looking at the benefits of being able to support people, because that's the rewarding aspect, that's priceless. Yes. But being able to get that recognition for that as well over the last year, certainly, and hoping that, hoping that remains, obviously. The great thing for me as a male, being able to kind of prove that, okay, you might think that maybe it's a, it's a woman's job. And that's probably through association. You probably see more females, you know, it's that kind of the mm-hmm. picture that society paints. Um, but, you know, I'm here as a good example that it is a career. I've made a career out of it. Being able to support people and becoming a from a boy to a man, essentially. You know, I, I started care in my early 20s, not knowing what I want to do with life. And care essentially paved that path moving forward and, and created a, a life for me, essentially. Yes. And I mean, I think the recognition for people who do the work and go through the challenges and make that difference in others' lives, that is so so critical and indeed i hope that that recognition actually grows following the pandemic now how have you progressed since this role so back in the day i mean um again completely new to care i probably had, had a totally different approach you know as a young probably well sheltered naive young young man well mothered if you like i didn't have a great deal of life experiences you know so I was just a constant sponge, you know, soaking up all this kind of information. And I always remember my first, the first time I ever walked into someone's home, seeing someone needing care. And that, that's, the, that's the moment I knew the job was for me because, I, I, you know, I didn't think, oh, I, I can't cope here. I, you know, I thought I really want to support people. So from then, you know, working with, you know, lots of great people, one in particular, our trainer at the time, was a bit of an inspiration to me and I always said pretty much from the off go I saw someone you know in a role that I wanted to do mm-hmm. and I saw them as an inspiration they always you know were well presented they came across very well always knew what to do in sticky situations mm-hmm. and I always said from then I want your job and I would tell them mm-hmm. um, and they would laugh you know in, in a good way they, yeah. they didn't doubt me for a second but over the years I made it very clear that I wanted to progress so the fact that, you know, the people above you, if you like, your team leaders, your managers, they always knew that I had a keen interest to progress and you've got to prove yourself. Mm-hmm. So I proved that I was, I was a good care worker. I was given the opportunity to become a senior support worker. 
And that's when you're getting involved with risk assessments, care planning. So it's a step of responsibilities. You know, you're yes. putting your your signature on things that you, you perceive might be safe, unsafe, etc. So it's a lot of responsibility. Is that more office based then? So that that's kind of a fifty fifty. You know, mm-hmm. you, you you're based a lot in the office, but you do have to go out in the community, assess situations, go into people's properties, look at um, what kind of care people need, mm-hmm. kind of creating a plan for the care workers to follow in order mm-hmm. to deliver safe care. So you'd spend time in and out of the office, but predominantly you would be out in the community a lot as well. So from that role, I, I did, you know, I, I became more and more involved with training, um, working alongside that person that I mentioned, you know, okay. given those opportunities. And it's not always easy, you know, you, you, you can find yourself in um, challenging situations. In training and as a senior, you know, you can encounter risks that you, you don't always have an answer to you mm-hmm. know and thankfully we've, we've got a structure where we always can seek advice whether that's from internal or external professionals mm-hmm. which again obviously is part of our progression as, as people to learn from and obviously with the opportunities in training um, that was a real real interest in mine and again the opportunities kept coming and I kept having to prove myself which I did and again I'm grateful that supportive have always given that opportunity yeah. when the door opened to become a trainer I certainly was interested and from then really developed a lot you know again like I mentioned and here I am today as a, as a trainer again there's a lot of character building mm-hmm. you can't always prepare for every situation being able to stand confidently in a crowd of people to talk about certain subjects you know you've got to know what you're talking about be ready for challenging questions but it's a job i thoroughly thoroughly enjoy what's the most enjoyable part of it the most enjoyable part of my job i'm quite lucky to see you know every care worker that we take on board i see because they come through the recruitment process Mm -hmm. and through the training process what i really really enjoy about training is being able to be involved in people's kind of personal development People do come, you know, from, say, youth with no particular qualifications or anything like that, being able to upskill people, mm-hmm. train them in a way that can prepare them for life, not just in care, but also enroll them onto um, their MVQ, level twos and threes, which, you know, opens a lot of doors and opportunities for people as well, whether that's in here or externally. So people do grow with us as well. And that's, I would say, the biggest reward and aspect, just sharing the knowledge that I get, because that's essentially all a trainer does. You know, we um, soak up a lot of information to share out there. And that's, I would say, the most rewarding part of that is to share that and upskill people um, and help them get better at what they do. Why do you think your particular field, this is training, is important to society? This might seem like an obvious question, but I think if you can highlight some specifics of your training job. So I guess training is important to care. It's important to establish the responsibilities of the role from the off-go, really, so we can see that the values um, are in people already. There's lots of things you can't train in people, which is, you know, a, a care in nature. That's mm-hmm. kind of something we can't quite train in people, really. We can raise awareness and, and kind of try and do it that way, but essentially, you know, the skills we can help with, but the values people have, they have to kind of already be there. Naturally, with training, they can be influenced in a, in a positive way, you know, talking about equality and diversity and things like that. But with training being important to society, you know, essentially with upskilling care workers, you know, with the responsibility of that role, essentially the outcome is better care and that's better care for the people in the community. Yes. 
Of course. And then just generally, why is it critical that social care become more diversified in terms of gender? Yeah, it's a question often gets um, passed around, to be fair. And I guess, is it necessary? Shouldn't it just bear up stay as it is? Or I don't know. I guess it, it depends if you, if you see it as a problem or not. But what I do see is quite significant is, again, I mentioned the, the numbers. I think at the moment, you know, if we, if we grab 100 care workers, we'd be lucky to count two men out of that 100. And looking at the nature of the role, you know, you're supporting people in their own home. And if you're looking at, you know, around 50% of those people might be men. Yeah. Um, not getting that option to have men support men. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's having a different way of association, um, developing relationships professionally. Men may, you know, open up more with other men, for example. And maybe some men do prefer being cared for by women, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's opening that option. And that option isn't necessarily available because of the drastic numbers that we have in care for men. So people aren't actually being given the choice of care that they can receive. Mm-hmm. So if a customer who's male wants a male to support them, we might not actually be able to support them with that role because we don't might not have enough men to do that. So actually it comes down to person-centered care. We might not be able to offer somebody something that they wish. Yes, and I think the other aspect of that is and as you have proven with your progression it's actually closing off jobs to people who who can have a, a really really good career and grow out of that career and you don't want to do that no if, no. It, if there's no real reason for it and that's i think the point that's it that's it and i guess it depends again i'm if i go back to when i was a teenager i didn't have a clue what i wanted to do in life mm. i went from one job to the other and it just happens through chance uh, that my friend suggested and I applied. It just turns out that week I saw an application for the job. Mm-hmm. So I kind of saw that that's how I got, got into it. I never actually considered it before that. But, you know, for any listeners who may think or have thought about working in care, I certainly would recommend it, you know, not just me as a trainer, our current senior support workers, our care coordinators, any kind of previous managers. People have derived from being care workers. You know, people have climb the ladder if you like those opportunities are there but don't get me wrong we often talk about career opportunities for people and a lot of people do have that hunger Mm -hmm. but some people do actually love the job that much that there's no other job in the world that they would rather do which you know is the ultimate achievement i think that that pursuit of of happiness like i mentioned earlier yes and i i mean that's just fantastic to hear and i think that's a good place to wrap this up with some advice. So what advice would you give to someone feeling professionally stuck at this mm-hmm. moment and looking for a new job? Well, I guess that, you know, opens up the opportunity if I could go back to talk to my younger self, because that was that mm-hmm. person once, um, not knowing what I want to do in life. And who knows why? I don't know. Maybe I didn't think about it enough when I was younger. But for anybody who might want to change and have that sense of reward, I think the most important thing for anybody is to be happy, like we've mentioned. Mm-hmm. I've had lots of jobs previously where gen you know it, it and it's sad where you, you wake up miserable you you don't look forward to the day and in fact even going to sleep on a night you dread the next day and that's not a way to live life mm. you know and that kind of thing can affect your mental health but as soon as i got into care i never had that feeling knowing that i would wake up you know meet a number of people that day being able to support them and because of that reward and feeling that you get it's priceless and you know the advice I would give for anybody 
what makes you happy and try and, 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 and source a way of employment through that. And if you think care could be that choice for you, being happy, challenging that stigma that might exist, proving people wrong, I would strongly recommend working in care. This has been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for sharing your career insights, Ray. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our other episodes on different roles within social care. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, follow us on social media and share this with a friend or loved one. Especially if you know of anyone stuck in a job and looking for new opportunities or new ideas. You can also leave us a rating and review on Apple to let us know what you think. Join me next time for more narrative journeys of entrepreneurs and artists living fearlessly to make a difference in their communities. And of course, more rounds of Career Blitz. <laughs>